0: From JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Morning, Mike. Got some good news on jobs? I have got some good news on jobs. i just quickly, you just mentioned the ruble, and I thought I'd just quickly point out 53.28 is the current ruble mm-hmm. against the US dollar. Hasn't been there since 2015. It's the strongest it's been right. for like seven years. Look at a. Yeah, yeah, lots of data floating around this week. We're hoping it provides us some clarity on uh, where various US economies are going. So locally, yeah, we uh, currently might, we get sort of major employment or, or labor market numbers on a quarterly basis. We get household labor force survey, labor cost index, quarterly employment survey. These give us employment, unemployment stats, but it's quarterly, so you only get it four times a year. But Stats New Zealand also released what they call the monthly employment indicators. And this was released yesterday and I thought this was quite interesting. It looks at filled jobs, what they call filled jobs. So So it's not a survey as such, the information comes from IRD filings and they use this in the weekly numbers during the pandemic to keep a sort of closer eye on the changes and developments in the labour market. Now, jobs growth as measured by Phil Jobs did bounce back in May. It lifted 0.3%. Now, this is a monthly number, remember. So you've had you had two months of declines in February and March. And if you think back, that coincides with the low growth or the negative growth that we saw in the first quarter. But since then, so in April and May, you've had a 0.5% lift in April and a 0.3% lift in May. So we know that while, you know, consumer and business sentiment is shot, the labour market still appears to be tight, still appears to be quite robust. So I would agree with the sentiment out there that this sort of pressure in the Jolts market will correspondingly it'll keep pressure on wages and inflation and that in turn keeps pressure on the reserve bank of new zealand in the short, short term so you've got two months of gains in fill jobs, April and May. So it leads to sort of speculation about whether or not we do get that growth rebound yeah. in the second quarter. Now, why was it slow early in the year where you still had COVID mucking up all the, all data and everything else? So last couple of the month, um, those jobs are broad based across all industries. Mm-hmm. So could see a little bit of a bounce in growth in the second quarter. Speaking of a bounce, uh, it's back consumer confidence in Australia (laughs) as well. Well, it sort of looks like it. This is one of these fake well, this is fake news, Mike. So my interest was peaked when I saw this headline. So Australian consumer confidence is improving. Yes, it's improving. It's up 3.7%. We know that it's tragic here. It's the lowest we've seen in decades. So I sort of looked at this and thought, what's going on? Well, it's a weekly number. It's quite volatile. So if you saw that headline, 3.7%, so something's happening here. But if you go and you look at the four weekly moving averages, they are experiencing the same as us. Consumer confidence is falling. And if you look at there, also the corresponding number there, good time to buy a major household item. Yeah. Again, weekly number lifted off its lows. Look at the long-term trend. It's falling as well. Not as severe as us, though, but it is also falling in their economy. Oh, I thought know, I think number number's 84, isn't it? Yeah. So it's still below 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the US, where are we at that? Yeah, I told you this week that there's heaps of second-tier data that's been released in the U.S. this week, and it's important because we're trying to get a handle on on sort of which force wins. You know, too much inflation, the Federal Reserve keeps the pressure on the cash rate. Slowing economy, though, that leans against that, But we, so we don't need the high cash rate. But if the economy slows too much, then company earnings suffer. So this is the tight route we're walking in many places. So, so far this week, durable goods orders lifted 0.7%, positive, pending home sales, Plus 0.7%, that's positive. But Dallas Federal Reserve, they reported weaker manufacturing activity. Overnight, we're seeing share markets a little bit weaker. They had a consumer confidence report over there it is also falling in the US it was 106.4 previously it's down to 98.7 they've got home price growth that's uh, that's falling slightly so what we're highlighting here Mike is how difficult it's going to be to sort of thread the needle to engineer a soft landing to balance sort of controlling inflation against slowing growth so at the moment it's still it's mixed this week we haven't got a clear picture just yet give me the numbers Right, the Dow Jones 31141 down 297 points or 0.95%, S&P 500 3847 down 52, 1.3%, and the Nasdaq has been hit 273 points uh, down about 2.4%, 11250, but overnight the FTSE 100 7323 up 65, uh, about 0.66%, the Shanghai Composite, oh sorry, the Nikkei 27049 up 178 points. Shanghai Composite, 3,409, up 30.89 percent And on the Australasian markets yesterday, the Aussies gained 58 points, 0.86%, 6,763. And the NZX 50 gained 21 points, over 11,000, 11,018, about 0.2%. Kiwi dollar a bit weaker this morning, 0.6253 against the U.S., 0.9035 Aussie, 0.5939 Euro, 0.5128 pounds, 85.13 Yen. Gold, $1,820.44. And the market also not really liking Brent crude. It's a little bit stronger, $117.71. 71 dokey, catch up tomorrow, jmiwealth.co.nz, Andrew Keller.